Yud Tes Aminalif. So he said they brought the Kayin Gadel to the Lishkes base Avtinas. What was he doing in the Lishkes base Avtinas? Tana Lalamde Chafina. They went, they brought him there to teach him Chafina. Chafina was a very interesting Avaida that the Kayin Gadel only did on Yom Kippur. He used to uh, shovel out with his palms, he would shovel out Kitayris. And that's called Chafina. It was a very difficult Avaida to do. And they had to teach him how to do it. So that's the reason why he kept going to the Lishkas base of Tinas to train him to do how to do Chafina. Kengadla had two rooms in the base of Mikdash. Achas Lishkas Perhedrin, Vachas Lishkas base of Tinas. One's called Lishkas Perhedrin, and one is called the Lishkas base of Tinas. Achas Bitsafen, Vachas Bidar, and one was in the north, and one was in the south. So if you picture it, the north, when you're coming into the base of Mikdash, the north is on the right, and the south is on the left. They were on two opposite sides of the Azara. The Gemara proves it. Achas Betzafen. One is in the north. It's not Vav Leshachais Hayyub Azara. There were six rooms in the Azara. Gimel Betzafen. The Gimel Bedarim. Three in the north. Three in the south. Shevedarim in the south. On the left side. When you're coming into the base of Mikdash. Lishkas Hamelach. Lishkas Haparva. Lishkas Hamadichin. Lishkas Hamelach. What was Lishkas Hamelach used for? Shosham Hayyunaisnim. Melach LaKarvan. They used to keep the salt that they would put on the Karbanas. Lishkas Haparva. What would they do there? Shosham Hayyamalchim. Ayres Kachim. They would salt. The skins of the kachim, the skins of the kachim that went to the kainim, they would salt them over there in that room. The algaga on the roof of that room. Haisa based tvila the kainim The kainim would be tevil on the roof of this of this lishkas base haparva. That's where he would be tevil. Lishkas hamedichin. That was the third one there. Shama yumedichin. Kirvei Kachim, they would wash out the innards of the Kachim. And Tysus points out that even though we said before that there were tables to wash off, right? When we made the Cheshbin of how the Azar was set up, we said there were tables that they used to wash off the meat on. But Tysus says there's a difference between the meat and the innards. The innards of the animal is disgusting. So there they didn't want to wash in the Azara, so they used to wash in this Lishka Samadichin. But the meat wasn't so disgusting, so they would wash it in the Azara. So that's the, that so Lishka Samadichin was for Kirvei Kachim. Umisham Misiba Oyle Ligag Beis Haparva. Over there they had a Misiba, they had a spiral staircase. A spiral staircase doesn't belong in a house. A spiral staircase belongs in the Beis Hamikdash. You could have a spiral staircase in the house, but I could put him in the Beis Hamikdash, there was a Misiba. It was very hush. They had a, a spiral staircase going up from the bottom floor to the top floor. And what was the point of that was to go up to the Gag Beis HaParva. So from the Lishkes Hamadichin, the Kangaldo, there was a, a spiral staircase to go up to the roof of the Beis HaParva. And that's how the Kangaldo got up to the roof to be Taival on the roof of the Beis HaParva. This is in the south of the Beis HaMikdash. Gimel Shabbatzafan, there were three in the north. Lishkas Ha'etz, Lishkas Ha'goyla, Lishkas Ha'gozis. Lishkas Ha'etz, Omar Belazah ben Yaakov, Shechachti Ma'hoysa Mishameshes. Where did we have this? Shechachti Ma'hoysa Mishameshes. We just had it four, three blood ago. The Gemara says on Daf Tezayin and Alf, the Gemara discusses the room that was in the southwestern corner. Rabbi Lezben Yaakov says, I forgot what it was used for. And it's interesting, Abishol over there says it was used for wine and oil. And here, Abishol also disagrees. He says, well, he remembers what it was used for. Rabbi Lezben Yaakov said he forgot. Abishol said, no. So he doesn't really disagree. He just says the room of the Kayengadal was behind these two rooms. They all had an equal roof. One roof covered all 
three rooms. So Mela, you see over here, this is what we're talking about. The Lishka of the Kaingada was in the north. These are rooms in the north, on the right side of the of the base of Mikdash, when you're coming in from the back. On the right side on the north, these rooms were, were the, these rooms were on the north. So the Rabbi Shem talks about the Lishkes Kaingadal, which is on the north. So that's Lishkes. That was Lishkes Ha'itz. Lishkes Hagayla Sham Haya Bar Hagayla. We had this in Erevin. There was something called the Bar Hagayla. We had Galgal Nasan Alav. There was a a, a a wheel that they used to use to take water from it. That was called the Bar Hagayla. Umishama speak in Mayim Lechala Azara. From there they got water for the Hala Azara. Lishkas Hagazis. What was Lishkas Hagazis? Sham Haisa Sanhedrin. Shal Yisrael Yeshevas Vidana Esakayin. And this is where this, this is where the so the there's the, the, the famous room called Lishkas Hagazis. The Kayan and why why would the why would Bezdin sit in the Lishkas Hagazis? Because they would down when a Kayan had a Shmuel Ra that maybe he wasn't right to be a Kayan. They would sit and they would down the Kayan. If you if they would have to be mavar if it was a kain or not umishinim tzabai psol alchas shom they found a psol and a kain hayalayvish chayim he would wear black clothing umisativ shchayim put on and wrap himself in black clothing the yatz of a halachloi he would leave the azar because there's nothing for him to do fishaloynim tzabai psol if they didn't find the psol in him hayalayvish levanim he would wear put on white umisativ levanim and and wrap himself in white for nichnas umishamish mechavakainim, and he would go in and and be mishamish with echavakainim shchechut sviyater. So what do you see? You see that a per a, that that was lishkas agazis was that and and the shal is what does it mean leivish levanim? It doesn't mean he wore big day kuna. That's fashteitzach. There's no chiddush in that. It means that person when he's besimcha wears white clothing. And Chazal said about Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah klai so we are white clothing. White clothing is a demonstration of simcha. That's maybe why we're a kittel on Yom Kippur. And over here you see in black clothing demonstrates Achmolslan. Completely black clothing demonstrates Achmolslan Avelus. And Amel, that's why the kain that that was found clean wears white, and the kain the chasham was not wears black. Achas bedarim. There was one in the. Again, we're listing all the lishaches that were in the azara. Achas bedarim. The tanan shivisharim hayub azara. There were seven gates in the. I'm no 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 no. no I'm, I lost it. What, confusing of it. So we finished. So we had one room that the kaingadol had in the north. That was the first brisa. The kaingadol had one room in the north. Right. That's how we started off. A papa started off. The kaingadol had two rooms. One in the north. One in the south. So here you see from this mishnah that the kaingadol had one room in the north. Achaz Bedarim is going on the room of the Kayin Gadol. Achaz Bedarim, the, the Kayin Gadol had another room in the south. How do you know the Kayin Gadol had a room in the south? It's not. Shiva Sharim Hayyabazar, there were seven gates in the Azar. Gimel Betzafin, Vigimel Bedarim, three in the north, three in the south. Vyachad Bemizrach, one in the east. That, that, that was the, that altogether that seven gates that entered the Azara. Shebedarim in the south, Shara Deleka, Shainilai, Shara Karbin, Shlishilai, Shara Mayim. The third one was the Shara Mayim. Where we actually had this in Shkalim, in the third where they used to bring the water for the uh, Nisa Chamayim over there. Sheba Mizrach in the east was Shar Nikana, that was the famous Shar. We're going to learn about it a little bit later. That was the entrance that everyone walked into the Azar through, the main entrance. Ushte Lashachis Hayushah, there were two Lashachis on the side of the Lashar Nikana. Achas Bimina, Achas Bismela, one on the right, one on the left. Achas Lishkas Pinchas Amalbish, one was the Lishka of Pinchas that used to dress the Karen, and we learned about him in Shkalim. The Achas Lishkas Aise Chavitim, one was the Lishka that used to make the Chavitim, the Mincha that the Kangalda brought, which we also learned about in Shkalim. That was in the east. Shabbat Safan in the north. Shar Nitzitz. The, the Shar called Shar Nitzitz. Binyan Achsad Yerhaya. It was like a big uh, balcony 
on top of it. There was like an open balcony on top of it. The Aliyah Benuya Allah Al Gabav, and then there was an attic on top of that, like. Uh, uh, balcony. The kainim and the levim used to be shemer in the base of mikdash. They used to guard over there by the by the sharnitzitz that the kainim would stay, kainim would stand on top and the levim would stand on bottom. Vishalafnim heimenu hachil behind it inside from behind this uh, gate was the area called the hill. That was an area that we discussed once in the Harabayas. It, it was fenced off with like a uh, a uh, a certain kind of curtain, and at, behind, outside the curtain was the hill. So inside from this shar was the hill. That was the, the area surrounding the Hazara. Shainilai, the second shah was called Shah Karban. Shlishilai, Shah Beisamaikid. The third one was the Shah that went into the Beisamaikid, which we learned about before. That big room that had a bunch of rooms around it, that was the Beisamaikid. That room had an entrance to go outside. That means the Kayan could have gone outside from the other side of that room. And it's interesting, the reason why it had to have an entrance going outside is because if you remember, we learned over there that half the room is Kaidish and half the room is Chayl. And the Allah is in the Beisamaikdash, Kaidish and Chayl is dictated by the entrance of the room. Wherever the entrance was, doesn't make a difference where the room was, wherever the entrance was, that's the halachic status of the room. So the Lishkas, the uh, base HaMaikid, could only be half Kaidish and half Chayel, if it had one entrance to the Kaidish and one entrance to the Chayel, then, so if there's two entrances, so then you judge where the room actually, where the room is actually built. If there's only one entrance going into the Kaidish, I don't care where the room is built. If the entrance goes into the Azar, it has Kaidish's Azar. If the entrance goes outside, it's Chayel, even if it's built technically in the Azar. But the Lishkas, the Beis HaMaikid had two entrances, so therefore you reckon where it was built, and Amela half of it was B'Kaidish, half it was B'Chayel. So here you see the ice fair why it was like that, because it had an entrance going outside to the Harabais. So it was an entrance going directly into the base of Maked. Vitanya Chamesh Tvilais V'Asari Kedushin Tavil Kainagadu M'Kadosh B'Biyayim Kainagadu is Tavil five times and does ten Kiddush Yadayim V'Aglayim's on Yom Kippur, Vikulan Bekaidish, they're all done. Bekaidish al Gag Beis Haparva on top of the Beis Haparva, like we said before. Chutz Mizu, except for the first tefillah that the Kain Gadol did, Shahisa Bechayil, that was done in the Chayil al Gabe Shar Hamayim on top of the Shar Hamayim. Ubitzad Lishchasai Haisa, and it was next to his room. He had a lishka over there. It was next to his room. So what do you see from here? We said the Shar Hamayim was in the south. So that means there was the Kain Gadol had a room in the south because it says he was titled on top of the Shar Hamayim and it was next to his Lishka. So it says he had a room on the south and then the Mishnah before said, Abishal said the Kain Gadol had a room in the north too. So now we have, a, we have two rooms that are mentioned in Chazal, one in the north, one in the south, and the Shal is which room is which. One of them was the Lishka's Haparhedun where the Kain Gadol used to sleep and one was Lishka's Besavtinus where he would learn Chafina. So which one was which? Which is in the north? Which is in the south? That's going to be the Gemara's Shiloh. Velo Yadana, there's our Papa talking. Velo Yadana, Yilishkes Perhadim, it's often Felishkes Besavtinus Bedarim. If the Perhadim was in the north, Tavtinus was in the south. Or Lishkes Besavtinus Bedarim, Felishkes Perhadim Bedarim. Or it was the other way. It makes sense that the Lishkas Perhedrin was in the south. Why? My time. Maktim, he gets up. Maktim, Koy, the Kangala gets up early. Kangala gets up early. He doesn't wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning. He gets up early. Maktim, Koy, he gets up early. 8 o'clock is still early for some people. But Agapadim, he gets up early. He uses. 
the facilities, Mesach is Raglov, Vitavel, and he's Tavel before he goes to the base of Mikdash, Vazalitsafin, he goes to the north, to the Lishkas Perhadin, which we were assuming now is in the north, Vigamar Khafina, he learns how to do the Khafina, Vasala Basa Mikdash, then he comes into the base of Mikdash, Vavid Avaida Kulayma, and he does Avaida the whole day. Vahade Panya in the afternoon, Madu Alay with their Maza on him, like we said. He does Hazah in the afternoon. So he should be able, according to Bikiva, he's going to become Tameh when he does Hazah. So he used to do Hazah at the end of the day. Then he would go to the south where his mikvah was. Vitavel, he would be Tavel. Vinayich, and he'd be able to go to sleep. He'd rest. So if the Lishkes Perhedrin was in the south, it makes a lot of sense. He got up in the morning, it was in the south. The mikvah was also in the south. So then he, would, then he, went, he got up, he was, went to the mikvah, then he went to the north to learn Khafina, and then he went to Kabesa Mikvah, to Azara. He did all his Havaida, then he went back to the south, he, did, he got his Azar, he did Tvila again, and he just went to sleep right there in the south. If you want to say <coughs> that Perhadin was in the north, so now make the Cheshman. Maktim Kai, he got up in the morning, he was in Lishkas Perhadin, he was in the north, the right side of the Azar. And then he would go use the facilities, he would have to go to the south, Vitavel, because the Tvila we said before was in the south, so you'd have to go to the south to be Tvil. Vigamer Chafina, he would also learn Chafina over there, because we're saying that the Lishkas base of Tinas was also in the south, according to this Tzad. Also the base of Mikdash, he would come to the base of Mikdash, he would do Avaidah the whole day to prepare for Yom Kippur. When it got to the afternoon, they would be Maz on him. Then he would have to go back to the south, because again, the base of Tvila we said before was in the south. Then he would have to schlep across the whole Azara and rest. So we don't want to do that to the Kangadal. So to make it wouldn't make sense that the base of Tinas would be in the north because if the mikvah was in the south, then basically the Kangadal had to go to the mikvah because he had to get rid of the tumah from the Hazar, and then he would have to schlep all the way back to the north in order to go to sleep. It's not Mistaver. We make the Kangadal make such a huge schlep. Now, if you think about it, it wasn't such a huge schlep. It was 135 amas width. No, no, 200 feet. Barak Pacha says a little bit more. No, no. But Agapan and the Gemara is assuming it's considered a tircha, and we don't want the Kangado to make this huge tircha. So Mela, we say, does, it's Mistaver that the Lishkes Perhedin was in the south. So Mela, he went, he went to the mikveh in the south, and he went to sleep in the south, and everything is beautiful. He doesn't have to work so hard. Why not? Why don't we give him a tircha? Why? If he's a tztuki, who's not going to do the avayda properly, we're going to see what the tztuki used to do. He's not going to do the avayda properly. So how do you get rid of somebody that's not really holding by it? You give him a little tircha. And then you see if he's really holding by it. That's what Hashem does. He wants to see if you're really holding by serving him. He throws you a little tircha. Gets a little difficult. Are you going to pull through? Are you going to persevere? Or are you going to throw in the tail? That's the Gemara says. You want to see if a guy's a chmoltzlan at Stuki? You give him a little tercha. No, no, it's not such a great tercha. But it becomes a little bit of a pain in the neck. And he throws in the tail. So Mela, we want that the Kaingadal, if he's at Stuki, we, might, we should make him make a tercha. That if he's a Stuki, he shouldn't do the Avaida. So if I care, maybe it makes more sense to make the Lishkas Perhedrin in the north and let him schlep a little bit. That's number one. We don't want him to become a bagaiva. He's gonna get so he's gonna be so proud of himself. He's the grace of Kangadal. So he make him schlep a little bit. He realizes he's not such a grace of man. She has to shtel too a little bit. So maybe that's another reason why we would move it to the other side. And the Gemara proves such a concept. Let's put them both 
let's put them both together, meaning let's make the both lishkas, everything should be at the same place. Why do you make the kangadal shlep at all? Why are you making one lishka in the north, one lishka in the south, and you make it the kangadal shlep at all? Don't, let, don't make him shlep at all. El, el, or you should only need one room. Why does he have to shlep across the basement? You just have one room. Tired says, the reason why you don't do the rooms next to each other, or you don't make one room, is because you want the kangadal to sweat it out a little bit. So Mela, once you're saying that, maybe you make him sweat even more, and it's possible that the lishka's perhajan was in the north, even though the mikvah was in the south. We have no raya, and that's how the Gemara leaves it. We have no raya. Which one was which? But Akapadim, we know that one lishka was in the north and one lishka was in the south. So they told him, we said in the Mishnah yesterday, they told him, You're our shliach, and a shliach abed. You're a shliach abedin, and you're our shliach. One of the most famous Sugis and Shas, Bez Hashem, we are going to learn. We are going to know Meseches Kedushin and Meseches Nedarim in Yerushalayim Yerakadish. And over there, we're going to see that Amir Hashem today, when Ruvain does Avaida in the base of Mikdash, is he doing Avaida for us or is he doing Avaida for the Rabbeinishallah? Or is he our shliach? When a Kayan does Avaida in the base of Mikdash, is he, is he doing Avaida for Klai Yisrael? Do we look at him as a shliach of Klai Yisrael? Or do we look at him as a shliach of the Rabbeinu Shalom? He's the shliach of the Rabbeinu Shalom. Why? Now the Nafkamina would be, one Nafkamina would be, if you make a nether, that a Kayan is not allowed to do, is not allowed to, you're not allowed to, cannot be Mahana you. You make a nether that a Kayan shouldn't be Mahana you. So if he's a Shur Shliach, so you can't give him a carbon to do a Vaidan because he's serving for you. If he's serving the Abanishlam, so then you could give it to him. He's not doing anything for you. So that's where it's Nagan Ervin in Nadar. But Agapan the Gemara says, Rabbi Huna, Rabbi Yeshua says, there's Shluchi to Rahman, and he proves it. If he's our shliach, Matsuavdi, a very simple svara. We can't do avayda. A person a zar does avayda. Chayv curse. So as a shaykh, he should be able to make a shliach, a kayan, to do avayda for him. If he can't do it, his shliach can't do it. So obviously the kayan is not. Shluchi tidan, the kayan is shluchi tirachmana. So, Mela, what do you see? That's a that's a vunibedi vishua's raya. But in our Mishnah, it says, Anu shluchenu, Anu shluchi bezdin, Vata shluchenu, U shliach bezdin, you're our shliach. So, the chayr, it seems to say, not like Rav Hunibedi vishua, that's the most kashi you see from our Mishnah, that the kayan, kangadal in this instance, is a shliach of us, not a shliach of bezdin. So we don't mean to say that his avoda is a shleach bezdin. We mean to say There's a concept in shvuas in the darim that you can make a person make a shvua al datecha the way I understand it because a guy can make a shvua for anything. The Gemara says a person can make a shvua that he oh he paid the guy money and really he gave him a couple of pieces of wood and he he decided that pieces of wood are called money and immediately he gave him money right that's why when you're a kid you say that you do do x y and z you say yeah you make up some story and really it's true because you decided that this is called this and you decided you fulfill the shvur. So there's something called al das bezdin. Then when you make a shvur, you're making a shvur the way we understand it, not the way you understand it. So that's what they mean to say. They don't mean to say that the avoda, you're a shliach of us in the avoda. They mean to say that in the shvur, you are representing us, meaning you have to fulfill the shvur the way we perceive it, not the way you perceive it. And Amela, that's why they made a shvur. We'll see in a minute what the shvur was, but that's what they were saying. They made him make a shvur. 
to make sure he didn't do the Avaida in a wrong fashion. He would go away and cry. They would go away and cry. Why would he cry? He's It's very embarrassing. Terrible thing. So he used to cry. They would cry. Anyone that's chayshid, somebody else, he suspects. Now it has to be a serious suspicion. But he suspects someone that's a kasher. He gets a punishment in his guf. Why? You see, Rashi says, you see, from Aisha Abeinu, he didn't believe that Klai so would trust him. He said, and he got Tiras. So, so male, that's why he, they would cry, because technically they were Chayshid Bikshayim. Why is he like Begufay? What's up, like Begufay? Because where does it come that you're Chayshid Bikshayim? How could you look at a guy like that? How could you look at a guy that's totally innocent and think that he did something wrong? Becomes from your guff. It comes from the physical part of the person that you see things superficially. You see things the way it looks to you. So we have to give the guff patch. And is like a his guff, so to speak. Not just, not just patch. He gets like a bigufay. He gets a patch in his guff to remind him how his physicality a little bit messed up his vision. And he was able to look at somebody like that who was a complete kasher. Why do you make him make a shvua? He shouldn't do the k'tayres outside the uh, the Kedush Hakadoshim and then walk in and to, and walk in with k'tayres because the pasuk says ki be'anon with with a cloud I will be seen on the kapayres so the tzdukim darshin that it means you have to first put on the k'tayres when you're standing in the heichal and then you walk into the Kedush Hakadoshim when the k'tayres is already burning that's what the tzdukim on the pasuk ki you have to come in with an anon and Chazal say no you do the anon is referring to the banishlam and the male the banishlam comes in the anon on the and a male, you walk in, they have a, they learn out of a pasuk. And a male, when you walk in first, you walk in with the pan and the katayris, and then you do the whole chafina, the whole system that you do, you do it in the kodesh kedoshim. What's an afkimina? How you view avaydas Hashem. The tzdukim looked at avaydas Hashem. It's just a hechatimtza to be able to make smoke, right? The purpose was that there should be the nice smell. So you don't do it in the kodesh kedoshim. Doesn't pass. First you do it in the hechal, and then you walk in. You have the outcome of the avaydas Hashem. You already have the katayris ready made. Already burning in the air. But Chacham say no! Putting the Kitayris on, which looks to you like a simple Hechatimta. It's not Hechatimta. It's Avaydis Hashem itself. Every Avaydis that a person does is just as important as the outcome. We're not here for outcomes, we're here for the Avaydis. And now the Avaydis itself took place in the Kedush HaKadoshim. That's the Avaydis. You're right. The smoke is very important. But putting it on is also very important. And the middle, that's why the Chamdash and the Chabasak, but could be the Ziyasaid in what's going on in the Machlaikis, how you view Avaydis Hashem. Still, Lamaisa, Lamaisa. Lamaisa, Lamaisa. What, that we daf do it on Yom Kippur? Yeah. No, I'm saying Yom Kippur, we describe everything that happened because it was much more sophisticated than on, on the rest of the year, we just... Uh, so what's, let's say now, on Yom Kippur, we have the Avayda, what's the resemblance? What do we want to do? Why don't we have something like every day? That Why do we go through the whole Avayda? Yeah. Probably the reason was because the Avayda was 
Kvibaltas, the aside of the day was Kapar Savainas. And the and the and the was what caused the Kapar Savainas, all the different parts of it, so we want to be able to when a person says over the Avaida, it's as if he did it. So when we say the Avaida, it's as if it's a way of, of us do, getting the Kapara. If you need the Kangalas to do the Kapara, so we got to do something to, to be Ramazan. There was one Stuki, Sheheski, Mibachotz, Fehechnes. He did this, he, was, he made the Kitaris from the outside, then he brought it in. When he was walking out, he was very happy. He was able to fulfill the way he perceived it. Paga, so you see, they were l'shem shemayim. I mean, a little bit l'shem shemayim. They really held that they were doing the avodah properly. Paga by Aviv, so his father met him. Even though we're stukim, misyarim onim and aprushim, we're afraid of the prushim. We wouldn't have the chutzpah to actually do it, even though we disagree. But we wouldn't have the chutzpah to actually do it. So his son told him, "All my days, it bothered me on this pasuk." With a cloud, I will be seen on the kapayas, which means I have to come in with a cloud, the kain I asked, I was thinking to myself, when am I going to be able to fulfill it? Now I have an opportunity, I shouldn't fulfill it. So again, you see, the imamish thought that they were right, they were fulfilling a pasik, and he got all excited, he was able to fulfill the pasik. Amru lehayam muatim. It didn't take too much time. At shemes till he died. Apparently, he didn't die in the kodesh kedushim. Very interesting. Usually, we perceive it. he didn't die in the kodesh kedushim. He was able to make it out according to this pshat. So he left. He died. He was in the garbage. He had worms coming out of his nose. And Rashi says the reason why worms went out of his nose is because the first. Uh, thing that wo- the first thing that goes into the Kaddish Kedashim is your nose. The first thing that goes is your nose. I got a cell from Avigdor Miller. The reason why your nose is on top of your face is that when a person eats something, he should be able to smell if it's good or not. If it's something that's that's spoiled, so it's right. We eat so fast, you don't smell it. But really, that's the point. The point of your nose being right there, you should be able to smell if it's good or not. Your nose is something that helps you smell if something's good. But Agapam, the first thing that goes in is your nose, and the other shot maybe could be because the Kataris is represented by the nose. The is Reach, so Mel, that's where the Taylor went out of his nose, huh? No. It's not this Gemara. There is Chazal say that. It's actually not on the Bavli, but it's Yushami. I, think, I believe it's Yushami. But, but I can put Yushami, but as Hashem, we're almost finished. Rabbi said, we're almost finished. Masech Shabbos. If anyone wants to join the train, Bez Hashem Nacha Parnacht. We're finished with Sechah Shabbos. We're going to have a grace to see him. Uh, we'll have to figure out still where it is. Bez Hashem, a grace to see him. Anyone wants to start with Sechah Seirvin? Five minutes a night. We cut it down very short. Five minutes a night. Yishami, you can finish. Mamish, Mesech, this after Mesech, this Baruch Hashem. We're almost finished with Sechah Shabbos. Anyway, back to Bavli. Zog to Heli Gigamar. So that's one shot. That he died and he was in the garbage. He got hit on his way out. So also, it doesn't say Mamish when he came in. He got hit on his way out. They heard a big noise in the Azar. came and smacked him down on his face. The Kainim came in. They found like the foot of an Egel between his shoulders. Kitzer, the the malach shenem of ragleim regal yishara the kaf ragleim kikaf regal egel the feet of the 
of the um, um, malachim looked like the foot of a calf. So they, he hit him, so they saw like a mark of a foot of a calf um, between his shoulders because the malach gave him a kick. So Meo, that's, that, that's the way he died. That's the second shot, but it doesn't say he died from the Shechina. It sounds like the malach killed him. But I can put him either way. Either he died outside or he died inside. But it's just interesting you see that it wasn't necessarily that he dropped dead walking into the Kedah Shekadosh. In front of Rav, why did Rav name his son Chia? After his uncle. His uncle's name was Chia. He named him after his uncle. So Rav, Rav Chanan Barava, he said, told in front of Rav, ben Kefuto with a pay. So actually, we had Mamish an identical Gemara in the beginning of Erevin that someone told Rav in front of Rav and Rav corrected him. Rav Rav made a motion with his hand Kevuto with a base, not Zechariah ben Kefuto, but Zechariah ben Kevuto. Let him just say it. Why does he have to make a motion with his hands that it's a base and not a pay? So, he was reading Kriyashma. So, you're not allowed to talk. So, he made a motion. Are you allowed to make a motion? In the middle of Kriyashma, you're allowed to make mo- you're not to wink with your eyes. You're not allowed to make noise. With your lips, make motions with your fingers when a person is saying Kriyashma. That's why when, a, when the collectors shouldn't really go around by Kriyashma because someone's going to have to make some kind of uh, motion, either, even though you have $300 sitting in your pocket, but, mm, but I can find whatever it is. If you marshal people, so a person shouldn't go around disturbing the Kavana, shouldn't go around collecting money by Kriyashma. Umiram is be'enav. Umikaretz besef soisav. He makes ramazim with his eyes, with his lips. Umar bets boy. He makes motions with his fingers. All of akasav aimer v'loy. I see Karasa Yaakov. You're not talking to me. When you say Kriyashma, you're talking to someone. The Ibrahim says, if you're motioning around, that means you're not talking to me. If you're talking to me, you don't make motions. You realize I'm here. You don't make motions. So Mela, a person is not allowed to make motions when he's saying Kriyashma. So how is Rav able to make motions? Once talking about the first parak of Kriyashma, once talking about the second parak of Kriyashma. This is very interesting. So what's the difference between the first parak and the second parak? So Rashi says, because there's one shita that holds that Kavana is Ma'akiv in the beginning of the first parak. So if you're going to make motions, you're not going to have the proper Kavana, and you're not going to be Yaitza. So according to that, a person's only not allowed to make motions by the first Pasuk of Krishna. We Paskin, the first Pasuk of Krishna is the only thing that's Ma'akiv Kavana. Tabela, when you're saying Shema Yisrael, you're not allowed to make motions, which is usually not a gear, because hopefully the guy's covering his eyes, so it's irrelevant. But the Rishayim disagree with Rashi. It has nothing to do with Kavana. Even if there's no, even if it's Kavana, there's an Isser for a person to make motions when he's saying Kriyashma because he demonstrates that he's not taking it seriously. And may all the Rishonim say that even the entire first parak of the Ahavta, you are not allowed to make any motions when you're saying Kriyashma, even though Kavan is not Ma'akiv. You should always have Kavan. Kavan is not Ma'akiv. Kavan is only Ma'akiv the first Pasuk. But the Isser to make motions applies. <coughs> to the entire first parish of Krishna, it's actually meduktik in the Gemara. Hal peregrishin, hal peregsheni peregrishin. There's an iser, huh? Because no, Rashi says anything that needs kavana. 
So Rashi is going according to the Shita that you need Kavana the first three Pesukim. But we pass, can you only need Kavana? Mi'akiv, Kavana is only Mi'akiv, the first Pesuk. So according to us, it would, according to Rashi, it would only be the first Pesuk. But the other Rishayim disagree with Rashi, they have nothing to do with Kavana. It's just a day in the Yinalad of Mimiramis. So according to the Rishayim, Mishachanach, Paskins like this, a person is not allowed to snap his fingers, go or tell the chazan to stop moving, even though you're still holding in vahafta, you're not allowed to do that when you're in the middle of vahafta. Once you reach Rahaya, you can. But in vahafta, you're not allowed to, because it is Gemara of Eloyasi Karasa Yaakov. There's an Isser for a person to make motions when you're in the middle of uh, of uh, davening, and apparently shushking is also a motion. Anything that you're being misyaches to what's going on around you is considered a motion. In the middle, you now do any of that during the first Perak of Krishna. It's actually interesting because you don't usually find an Afkamina between the first Perak of Krishna and the second Perak of Krishna. We Paskin, they're both their Isis. Usually we don't find the difference between the first Perak and the second Perak. Another Afkamina that we find, huh? Oh, well, yeah. Shows why we only say the first Perak. But another Afkamina we find is Rashi in Brachis Dabez. Everyone remember? We learned Brachis Dabez downstairs. We were still downstairs then. In Brachis Dabez, Rashi says that we are not Yaitzah Kriyashma when, when you make early Shabbos. You're not Yaitzah Kriyashma. So Rashi says, what do you do? You have to say Kriyashma again. So Rashi says, if you want to say Kriyashma again, you could just say Kriyashma Shalomita and you could be Yaitzah with Kriyashma Shalomita. In fact, Taisus, you know, I only say Paragrishin, Kriyashma Shalomita. How could it be Yaitzah? So the Rishon. But they say obviously Rashi holds for what Rashi has a cheshbin that to be yaitze just to make sure that you're yaitze Kriyashma at night, you could just be yaitze with the first parsha. He has a shtikotayr. Why? Rashi holds you could be yaitze with the first parsha. We don't pass like that. I mean, if a person makes early Shabbos, he's mechoyev to say all three parshas. But there you see also a difference between, like Maishi pointed out, Kriyashma Shalomita, but Akaponim Bahalacha for, for, Kriyash, for regular Kriyashma, you see a difference between the first parak and the second parak. And here you see another Nafkimino. Tana Abanan, you're allowed to, you, you should be speaking in, in, when you're, you should speak with the words of Kriyashma. You should not speak. Rashi learns it means that you should not speak when you're davening, you shouldn't daven loud. When you're saying Kriyashma, is a lotion of speaking loud. When you're saying Kriyashma, you say it loud. You have to say quietly, like we had in Brachas. Gemara learns out of a Pasuk. Tesis learns it differently. But that's a rational the Gemara. It's referring to the fact that you say it loud and Tefillah you do not say loud. And then the Gemara says something fascinating. You only have Rishos to talk about Divrei Torah. You do not have Rishos to talk about other things. Make it a kvius. What a person has a learning, a seder, it has to be a kvius. It, ha- it can't be a rai. Torah has to be a kvius. Torah is vidibar tabam. You only have rishos to talk in divrei Torah. You do not have rishos to talk in other dvar. What does that mean? You don't have rishos to talk about anything else? So let's see. Amarava hasach sichas chulin over baasei. A person that schmuzes sichas chulin is over in an asei. Shenem vidibar tabam. Bam veloi bidvarim acherim. 
He's over and I say every time a person speaks Sichas Chulin, he's over and I say because it says bum and nothing else. Rav Acha Be'Yakov Amar Ever Belav. He says you're over Belav. Shenemar Kaladvarim Yigayim. All of all words are Yigayim. They tire a person out. Vayuchalish Ladaver. A person shouldn't be able to speak other words. Only Divrei Torah. What does it mean? A person shouldn't speak other words. So Rashi says Sichas Yeladim Vikalas Roish. A person talks about his business. That's not what we're talking about over here. And a person talks about things. Because he has to ear out. That's also not what we're talking about. A person sitting for hours on end, hacking a chinik, that's what the Gemara is talking about. A person schmoozing for no other reason, just wasting his time, he's mevatel amitzas asay. Mamish piyadayim, as if he didn't need matzah on Pesach. Peldekazach. Now again, people say, it's not a getos, because I talk about my business. There's nothing wrong with understanding the halachas. Just like the Chavetz Chaim says, if you know halachas lashonara, you know what you could say, what you can't say. The iser is to talk something that's shtusim, that has no relevance. Doesn't give you ear, doesn't ear you out. It's not business, it's totally irrelevant. But a person talks about something that has some kind of tayelas, is not over this assay, but sichas yeladim, vikalas roish, is considered something alive and an assay when a person talks. The Mishnah Dafya Testament Bez Shkoyach Rebben Sien Zakta Heilige Mishnah Ah Mamishin Yanidi Yema Bikesh Lehis Namnem A person is sitting down and it's time to fall asleep. He wants to fall asleep. The Kaingadol is falling asleep. It's it's uh, Yom Kippur by night. We know the Kaingadol stayed up all night on Yom Kippur. So he's trying to fall asleep. Pirche Kahuna Makin Lefanov Beetzbat Srada The young. They're the ones that have the ability to keep people up. They know how to keep the ilum up. They snap. They snap and they wake him up. And they tell him, They say, Get up and do one hafig. Do one cooling off. Try to cool yourself off on the floor. Hafig is a lotion of removing sleep. To remove your sleep on the floor, the Gemara is going to explain what exactly they used to do, to rem- what exactly the Kayan used to do to remove his sleep. But they said, remove your sleep on the floor by doing something on the floor. And they keep him busy. Until the Zman comes, they would keep him busy again. And the reason why they didn't want him to fall asleep is not that they want him to be tired, is because they don't want him to have carry, and then he'll be tummy, he won't be able to do Avaidah. My Tzrada, what does it mean? Tzrada, Omer of Yehuda, Tzarsa Dida. It means the finger that's next to the Da, to this finger, and we'll explain in a second. Mayhi Gaidal. The Gaidal is the thumb. It means the finger that's next to the thumb, which is interesting because you really can't make any noise if you snap your fingers with the, point, with the pointer, which is the finger that's next to the thumb. So that Rashi seems to say it's the finger that's next to the thumb, but apparently it won't really make too much noise. Most mafarsh, many mafarshim say it means the middle finger, and he said, and and he, and, and the, then taka when you snap your middle finger makes noise. Machvi Ravuna, Ravuna tried it out. He showed it. kala He snapped his finger, and the noise went throughout the base medish. So you see, it's a very powerful noise, and that's what he did to demonstrate the snapping that the uh, that the kahanim used to do to wake him up. They would say, Make the noise on the ritzpah. Make, uh, do something to cool yourself off, to wake yourself up on the floor. Uh, not, 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 uh, not noise necessarily, we're going to see in a second. All chadas, show us something new. Show us something that people never saw before, not, a, not something that people are usually accustomed to seeing. 
Mayhi, what is new? So to Gemara, Amrile Achvi Kida. Show us a Kida. Show us how you bow. That the Kaingada used to bow, fall down flat on the floor on his on his uh, on his uh, thumbs, and then he would kiss the ground and push himself up. It was a very difficult kind of bowing to uh, act out, and the Kaingada used to do that, and that woke him up, and that's what the that's what they told him to do to keep himself awake. They would keep himself busy, keep him busy until this manchita comes. They wouldn't play music, not with a navel, not with a chinar. They would say, they would say with their mouth. What would they say? If the rabbi Shalom doesn't build the bias, does is not involved in the base hamikdash. Shav The people that build it are wasting their time. Meaning, a the Rebbe Shalom has to send his bracha in order that the shchit, in order that the bias should run properly, in order that the avoda should run properly. And again, the mashal that they're telling him is, if the Rebbe Shalom doesn't help you out by the avoda, the avoda has to be l'shem shemayim, or else the avoda is not going to be l'rotzin in front of the Rebbe Shalom. So that's that's how they kept him awake. The chashiv people in Yushalayim would not sleep a whole night. The Kaingadol shall hear the noise from outside. He shouldn't fall asleep. That's why sometimes Shuas by night, people hack around outside. It's possible to keep the Ilam up, to make everyone stay up when you hear noise outside. When you hear people busy running in the streets and schmoozing and zachin, it keeps the Ilam up. So it's a big schos. It's also a big schos to sit in the base and learn. But it's also a big schos to keep everybody else up. So that's what they used to do. They used to make noise to keep the Ilam up. Tanya Abishol Omar Af Bigvulin Hayu Eisen Kain. Listen to this. Even outside the Beis Hamikdash, they would also make noise. They would also stay up all night. Zeichal Hamikdash, a Zeichal to the Beis Hamikdash. Ella Shahayu Chaitim. They did averis. They were diznus. People were busy at night. They were up at night. They were. It was tarivus, and it made problems. Omar Abayi Vizim Rav Nachem by Yitzchak Terguma Naharda. The city that this happened in was the city of Naharda in Bavel. That's where they came to Averis. To Amar fascinating story. To Amar Navi told Rabbi Yehuda Achua to Rav Salah Chasida. He told Rabbi Yehuda, the brother of Rav Salah Chasida, Amrisu, you say Amar Mashiach. You say why didn't Mashiach come? So you're asking Akasha, why did Mashiach come today? They don't have that cash. Everybody knows why Mashiach didn't come. But in those days, they weren't sure. Amayla Yasi Mashiach. So you want to know why Mashiach didn't come? So he said, Today is Yom Kippur. The Ival Kama Besulta bin Ahada. Many Besulis were Nival and Ahada because of this problem that they were busy staying up all night. So now that's the reason why Mashiach doesn't come because of the Saveris that are taking place in Ahada. Now, nowadays, we don't, hopefully don't have this. So why does Mashiach not come nowadays? The Gemara doesn't say. But the point is, what happened over there, that they ended up doing Averis. And then the Gemara says a fascinating thing. So what does the Rebbeinah Shalom have to say about this? Terrible Averis are taking place in Kippur. What does the Rebbeinah Shalom say? The Rebbeinah Shalom says that the Yitzhahara makes a person do Averis. He's Malam Mitzchos. It's in Kippur. 
on Yom Kippur, the Rebbein Shalom is Mala Mitzchos, and he says, La Pesach Hatas Revitz, the Chatas, the Yitzhahara waits by a Pesach, whenever there's a little bit of a Pesach, <coughs> the Yitzhahara jumps in, and that's why the person can fall into the Avera. The Satan may Amar, okay, so what does the Satan say? Amar Lei Eliyahu told him, Satan B'yayma di Kippuri, Les Lei Rishusa Astuni, the Satan on Yom Kippur does not have Rishus, to be mastin. How do we know? Mimai Omer Omer Bachama Hasatan Bigimachia Tlas Mea Vishitin Vyarba Havi. The Satan is Gimachia Shkaya Chemenachem Zalman is Gimachia 364. What's the Cheshbin? Tlas Mea Vishita Vyarba Yemen Isle Vishusolas Tune. 364 days he has Rishos to be mastin. Piyoma de Kipuri Lesle Vishusolas Tune. Anim Kipper, he doesn't have Rishos. To be mastin, which is really a fascinating thing, because we generally say assume that the the year is three hundred and fifty-five days, three hundred and fifty-four and a half days to be exact. And the Vilna Gaon says it's it's gematria shana, three hundred fifty-five. That's the amount of days in the year. So why is the Gemara hopping on the solar year, which is where the lunar year is three hundred fifty-four and a half days? The solar year is three hundred sixty-five days. Why is the Gemara hopping on the solar year? The answer is because we're referring to the kayachara. The kayachara. The Kayach of the Goyim are Shailat in the solar year. And in Mela, we have 365 Lavim to counteract every day of the solar year. To ca- every day there's a special Lav. We don't know which Lav corresponds to which day, but every day has a special Lav. And in Mela, each day, the reason why there's 365 Lavim is to counteract the Kayach Hara. And the Vilna Goyim says a fascinating thing. There's one Lav that's not really a Lav. That's the Lav of Yom Kippur. There's no Lav to eat on Yom Kippur. The Lav of Yom Kippur is... A nefesh that doesn't fast gets cars. The Torah doesn't say you ha- you can't eat. The Torah says if you don't fast. And Chazal Darshan, we're going to see later in Yuma, that that's the law of Yom Kippur. But the Torah does not say an Iser to eat on Yom Kippur. Zok Tevilna Gain, why? Because the Gemara in Yuma, Tavchaf, you don't eat a real law on Yom Kippur. The Satan doesn't ever shush to be mastered on Yom Kippur. So Mela, it's the, yeah, the Bereshen gives a law, but it's a law as a great law because the Satan doesn't ever shush last two nights. It's a big discussion in the Mepharshim. Does this mean the Yetzirah also doesn't operate on Yom Kippur? Or does it only mean the Satan? We know the Satan and the Yetzirah is the same Malach. Does this mean that the Yetzirah also doesn't operate? Or does it mean only the Satan? He can't be a, 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 a plaintiff. He can't say bad Adis against us. But maybe the Yetzirah still operates. There's a big discussion if he does or he doesn't. But some Mepharshim say that he t- the Yetzirah doesn't operate on Yom Kippur. And that's why if a person falls into an Avera on Yom Kippur, it's terrible. Because that means he didn't have a Yetzirah. The Rabbani Shalom is Malam Itzchus La Pesach Hatasrevitz. The Gemara itself sounds like the Yitzhar does operate on Yom Kippur because the Gemara says La Pesach Hatasrevitz, which took place on Yom Kippur. So apparently, the Yitzhar, the Gemara seems to say the Yitzhar does operate on Yom Kippur. But I believe the Al Yerabba, one of the Achrayim, say the Yitzhar does not operate on Yom Kippur. And therefore, if a person doesn't have air on Yom Kippur, it's much more serious than the rest of the year. You don't have Yitzhar, what's wrong with you? But Agapam, the Gemara seems to say it's only the Satan is not Mastin on Yom Kippur. But Yetzirah could be his 24-hour, 24-7 job. Unless a person learns Torah. When a person learns Torah, the Yetzirah leaves him alone. Like Chazal say, Barasi Yetzirah. Barasi like Torah Tavlin. You wanted the Yetzirah to leave you alone. He operates 24-7 besides when you're learning. And if you're learning 24-7, the Yetzirah will not touch you. And Amela, that's Tama Zayti Gazach. But Agapon, that's the Gemara comes out. That the Satan is not Mastin on Yemaki Purim. Well, the Mice of the Pesh is still going to work because Yom Kippur doesn't come 
So really it depends. The Vilna Gain has a cheshbin that the extra 11 days, this is where the Vilna Gain is coming from. The Vilna Gain says the 10, year, the 10 days of Aserah made Tshuva is the extra 10 days that were missing from the previous year. That's why it's 354, four and a half, five days, plus... Uh, no, every year. Every year, even though we count... Aserah made Tshuva has two functions. Number one, it's the beginning of a new year. Number two, it's misakin on the Averis of last year. In the, the Gain says that the reason why we have a Sarasimei Tshuva, he says a Sarasimei, he's gebait on the Yushalmi we had in Shkalom, that they get there, they, everyone got the, this Canaan didn't take Parnasa, they didn't collect money after the Sarasimei Tshuva. The Sarasimei Tshuva has one gather of being part of the next year, and one gather being part of last year. So the Vilna Gain says the year consists of 355 days, plus the Sarasimei Tshuva, which is 365. So Akhti the 365th day is Yim Kippur, Vergishmak, and that day is Taka the Satan doesn't have Shlita. How did the Gemara know it was Yom Kippur? Maybe it's any day of the year. Zaktiv on the Gain, because it's the last day of the Gain. God doesn't say this. But Zaktiv on the Gain is a pshat. According to the Gain, it's very gishmak. The 300. Huh? No, that, that, he, that's a But how did the Gemara know? He's coming from the Gemara. How did the Gemara know it was the 360? How did the Gemara know Yom Kippur is the day the sun. I hear the Gain is. But according to this, it's very gishmak. All, all the lavim line up. The last lav doesn't line up, and that's Yom Kippur, which is the 365th day of the year. 